following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Herfman. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of radio. <laughs> yes. Allow me to puff as well. Mm. Uh, those are some powerful herbs. <laughs> giving me dark visions. Shall we pack this again? I, I'm not giving visions. I'm not sure if it's working, is it? Visions. Visions. Daddy, are you seeing what I'm seeing? You making a fool of yourself. <laughs> I think Jack is a Latino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you. Hold on one second here. The Jackal. And welcome, everybody, to Inside the Jackal's Crazy Head. I am your humble host. I am the Jackal, and tonight we're going to have a returning guest, a good friend of the show. He's been on here a couple times. Me and him are working on music together. He's always a fun dude to talk to on this show. His name is Young Kano. The real Young Kano is back on Inside the Jackal's Head, everybody. And it's been... A couple of months since he's been on the show last, and uh, he has new music. We're going to play it tonight. It's going to be awesome. Uh, He just sent me the tracks uh, actually earlier tonight, and I went through them before the show. And like always, Young Kano represents really, really good stuff. Uh, We have a a couple things to go over in the news that's been going on this week. Sad week, actually. Very, very sad week. The beginning of the weekend, by the way, it is... Right now, August 4th, 2015. I forgot to give it the intro. And we are broadcasting live from New Logic Entertainment Studios in Miami, Florida. If you guys want to call in, 786-245-8127. Again, that's 786-245-8127. It's the call-in number, as always. You could also find us on Skype. That's right, look us up on Skype, everybody. Now, it's been kind of a weird week. A lot of sad stuff has been going on. And this week, we lost an icon in pro wrestling the one the only the hot rod rowdy rowdy piper passed away this week man let me tell you something my childhood has taken a couple of hits in the last few months we lost the american dream dusty Rhodes not long ago and now the hot rod rowdy rowdy piper 61 from cardiac arrest now let me tell you how important hot rod is to pro wrestling uh, outside of Hulk Hogan and maybe Andre the Giant, right, in the 80s, he was, like, really the dude in the WWF back then. Now it's WWE. But he was really, like, the guy that, uh, you know, just had that charisma like no other. I mean, he, you know, Hogan has, and let's be honest, you know, the recent stuff that's going on with Hulk Hogan or Terry Bollea is very sad. Uh, all this racist stuff, but you know, back in the '80s, you got to give it up. The man had an amazing charisma as a pro wrestler, you know, doing the interviews and stuff. But outside of Hogan and maybe a handful of other guys, I would say Roddy Piper was probably the most talented in-ring wrestler, and not only not only in the actual fights, but also in the on the mic and doing the shoot interviews and all that stuff. I mean, the guy was extremely talented. And uh, man, he, he left an amazing impact in pro wrestling. He passed away on 7.30, so just a few days ago. And again, of cardiac arrest at the age of 61. And recently, he actually had been interviewed. And uh, they had talked to him about what's going on with Hogan. And, you know, one of the last interviews with Roddy Piper is him defending Hogan and kind of saying that he hopes that people would give him another chance because he's not a racist and, you know, that's not who he is and stuff. But 
Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen the transcript of some of the stuff that allegedly has been said by uh, Mr. Hogan, and uh, not pretty stuff, not pretty stuff at all. So that's a that's a whole different topic, though. But sad news in the world of pro wrestling as uh, the hot rod Rowdy Rowdy Piper passed away this past week. So sad. I mean, the '80s, the you know, every time one of these uh, legends or icons from the '80s pass away, it really kind of cements how old I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, you know, you start to feel it after a while, right? You know, when Roddy Piper passes away. Brenton Lee. When Brenton Lee died, I think it's when it all started going downhill as my favorite icons from the 80s were, were passing away. Even though Brenton Lee was kind of a new th- actor on the scene, and I was a fan because of his father. I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. So I became a Brandon Lee fan kind of because that's his son. And uh, when he died, and then Tupac died, and then, he, you know, first actually Easy e died, and then Tupac, then... Uh, notorious big, and it was like a string of just terrible, icon- iconic deaths one after the other. And Roddy Piper is in that league. Macho Man Randy Savage, another one in that league. Iconic wrestlers. Uh, Hogan is the kind of the last of a dying breed, you could, you could sort of say. And of course, he's kind of been exiled from the world of pro wrestling, and rightfully so. I mean, the, the comments that he said or allegedly said are true. There's no room for that kind of stuff anywhere on this planet. Unfortunately, it does go on. But uh, moving on to other news, uh, other headlines, actually, in the news. Uh, let's see here. Coming out of Indiana, Zach Anderson, and remember this name. This name, man, let me tell you something. Uh, this right here is going to show you how the internet could go wrong for somebody. Completely, you know, like, you think, uh, you, you're goofing around on the internet, you know, you you get a couple apps, you, you register uh, to hook up with somebody on the internet, you know, you're a young kid, maybe in your mid-twenties, right, like this young kid, he's 19 years old, right, and uh, a typical teenager, he's into uh, computers and wants uh, to build a career around his love for electronics, you know, a typical nerd kid, right, but those plans have, in any semblance of a normal life are now out the window under a court order he can't access the internet. Go on, on, it says here, go to the mall or linger near school or playgrounds. His parents say because he has a 15-year-old brother, he can't even live in his own home any longer. Now, why, you ask? Well, he's been placed on a sex offender registry list, all right, after a dating app hookup began, uh, well, after he signed up for a dating app hookup, he says here, it says, Zach... Uh, began uh, to uh, well, let me read this one. It says it began. Second, his family say when he went uh, on a racy dating app called Hot or Not, and uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, this is funny. He was at his home in, in Indiana when uh, he met the girl who lived across uh, the street line in a nearby Southern Michigan. The girl told Zach that she was 17, but she lied. She was actually only 14, and uh, by having sex with her, Zach was committing a crime, and he was arrested and convicted. Now, he was given 90 days in, uh, as a jail sentence, five years probation, and placed on both Indiana and Michigan's sex offenders registry for the next 25 years. A colossal mistake, says his parents. Yeah, but it's a blatant lie, his father, Lester Anderson, says. Amanda Anderson, his mother, says, it doesn't even fit our lifestyle. It doesn't fit how we raised our kids. Zach says his parents had always told him not to have sex before marriage. Should have listened, Zachary boy. And he says, I want to be, I, I want to be in uh, trouble. And wait, hold on, let me reread this because this is a 
really badly written quote. It says, I want to be in trouble and not you. Whatever that means. Both the girl's mother and the girl herself appeared in court to say they, they didn't believe Zach belonged on the uh, sex offenders registry. The girl admitted lying outside of court. She handed the Anderson family a letter. She wrote in part, I am sorry I didn't tell you my age. It kills me every day knowing that you are going to hell and I'm not. I want to be in trouble and not you. Well, that's the quote there. I want to be in trouble, not you. But even if the sex was consensual and even if the girl did lie about her age, it's not the defense under your current sex offenders laws. Now, this is this is really just wrong. Like, I, look, I understand. You got to protect the children. I understand that. But the girl lied. So... I mean, now this guy's entire life is destroyed because this girl lied. I mean, it's and this is the kind of stuff that happens in this country. It's I tell you, a former judge in a nearby town says the sex offender registry has been has to be changed. No shit, especially for the cases like Zach's. If we caught any teenager that violated the current law, says our former judge William Ball. Uh, bullshit. So, you know, that's what they should, all, all the judges should be called. It says uh, we locked up uh, thirty to forty percent of the high schools, and we're not kidding ourselves. Uh, that's right, because uh, <laughs> you think kids are not having sex. Like, how many times do you think this has happened before? Realistically, on the planet, where an eighteen, nineteen-year-old guy meets a girl. She says she's seventeen. They go out. They bang. Next thing you know, another girl's only fifteen or sixteen or fourteen. Is that his fault? I mean, do we have to now, like, take the girl and go ask her parents her age? I mean, is that what guys have to do now? Do we have to have them fill out a questionnaire? Like, is do we have to create a, a profile on our website, on, on Facebook or something, uh, with uh, an application? And before we have sex, you must go on here and answer all the questions. And I need your DNA sample, and I need some uh, ID, so I need some identification for that ass. Before I tap that ass, I need to know that that ass is legal. That's the world we live in now. So this uh, kid, Zach Anderson, his life is ruined because a girl lied. Kind of uh, the story of the world, really, <laughs> if you think about it. Uh, see if Eve only had not eaten that apple. That's right. I went there for all you religious folks. Now moving on to the next uh, news here. It says, um, and actually this uh, this is really funny, but... Uh, I don't know why anybody smokes this crap, really, but it says a summer surge of synthetic marijuana causes overdose and crime. Nah, no kidding. Synthetic marijuana is flooding the streets of major U.S. cities this summer, causing a surge in overdoses and, according to some police officials, a rise in violent crime. The situation has become urgent enough that police chief meetings uh, are happening right now in Washington this week, or last week, and called for development uh, development of field tests that can help police quickly figure out suspects and synthetic marijuana. Now, who the hell smokes synthetic marijuana? I mean, really. Why would you smoke that crap? You don't know what's in there. I mean, it's like smoking bath salts and all this crap. You know, we had that guy out here who had his face eaten out by some crazy dude who is high on bath salts or high on synthetic marijuana or whatever this crap is. The crazy thing about this is with the stupid drug war in this country and with everything that's going on, this is what people are led to do. Because people want to get high, man. Just like you legalize pot, regular marijuana, just legalize it, decriminalize it, whatever. 
Make it so when you get caught with a you know with a little bit of weed on you, you don't go to jail for five years. That's good enough. You'll see none of this stuff around anymore. None of this synthetic crap. Nobody wants to smoke that, really. I mean, you got to be a really stupid asshole to want to smoke synthetic marijuana, especially with how easy it is to get real pot. I mean, seriously. Even in places that it's not legal, for crying out loud. Why would you smoke that? Now, it says here, sold in slickly slickly marketed packets with uh, names like K2, Scooby Snacks, and Spice. The drugs are made up of a variety of chemicals and have little to do with marijuana, if anything. That's right, it has no real marijuana in it. The chemicals found in the packets vary. Even identically branded packages often contain vastly different ingredients. That's right, that means you could have the same packets in the same box and they have completely different crap in them. Good luck smoking that. But early July, poison control centers in the U.S. tallied about 4,377 reports of people suffering from effects of synthetic marijuana compared to 3,682 all of last year, according to American Associations of Prison Control Centers. That's not good. And some users are now finding their way onto the police crime blotter. That's right. A survey of 35 major city police departments across the U.S. found that 30% have, uh, have attribu- attributed some violent crimes to the synthetic marijuana use. In other words, this crap is leading to violent crimes. Which they're always kind of, you know, you can always say, well, he was on high. He was high on that synthetic crap. That's why he shot him. I wonder if we could eventually start using that argument for cops when they shoot innocent kids, you know, with juice and Skittles or whatever. You know, when they... Can we start using that kind of excuse when that happens? No? Okay. Didn't think so. But anyway, uh, yeah, there you go. Synthetic marijuana causes crime. Stop smoking that crap, people. I mean, really, if you're listening to this show right now, whether it's uh, live right now or if you're listening on the podcast later on, if you're sitting there and you're rolling up, you know, a synthetic marijuana joint, don't do it. Just don't. Put that shit down. I mean, seriously? Synthetic marijuana. Never tried it. No, have have no interest in smoking that crap. None. And uh, one more thing, I want to uh, go on here. And uh, this is pretty funny. This is for our this is our Star Wars news of the week. You know, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, and every uh, so often something cool happens and comes along that I have to share with the audience. And um, for all you guys that are a little bit nervous that you might get a little bit of the prequels in the uh, new movie coming out in December, The Force Awakens, J.J. Abrams assured us there will be no midichlorians in The Force Awakens. And this is from an interview that he did actually on MTV. Really, uh, it's about a minute long. It's a really funny interview, and they actually asked him about the midichlorians. So, you know, like, of all the things to ask, you have the director of probably what's going to be the, the most, eh, maybe successful movie of the year, perhaps ever, right? Yeah, let's ask him about the midichlorians. That's eh, smart. Anyway, this is J.J. Abrams answering about the midichlorians. Do you have a cut of The Force Awakens right now? Can you give me an approximate running time or anything? Uh, we, we definitely have a cut. The running time is always sort of adjusting. It's anywhere from, you know, an hour and a half to four hours, somewhere in that area. For knocking it down for us, yeah. Now, Peter Jackson keeps calling saying, make it four hours. I'm like, <laughs> fine. Um, so there will be New Zealand edition that will come out. Great. No, we're just working. Uh, I've got some yes-no questions that will not spoil anything about The Force Awakens. Are you ready? Yes or no is no. acceptable. <laughs> Um, is it true that Chewbacca's shaving scene lasts 45 minutes? See, this is just where I'm like the rube. I'm just the idiot. Okay. Uh, no. Um, 
Does anyone ever mention midi chlorians? Uh, in the movie? No. Does anyone ever say, may the horse be with you? I, I, what, about, what, do you what do you think I am? What do, do you think I am? Does this, do how, how long have we known each other? Too long. What do you think I am? Does this film have continuity with the Star Wars Holiday Special? Uh, <laughs> that's a good uh, one. Come that on. is a good one. I, I, you have epic points for that one. No, this, the, the Holiday Special is, is definitely canon. <laughs> is it true that R2-D2, when he gets hungry, gets a little bit like an asshole? He's a bit of an asshole? These are, these are professional questions by a professional journalist. And I'm standing here. What's the last question? You regret being here today? No. <laughs> Please. Clearly, J.J. Abrams did not regret being there. And that's a really a funny interview. And glad to hear it. No midichlorians in The Force Awakens. Guys, we're going to go on break now. And when we return, we're going to have back on Inside the Jackal's Head, one of my favorite guests ever, Young Kano. And we're going to talk about some new music he's got to present. You know, I played uh, a song earlier in the intro that me and him did together, and that's an older song. Now we have new music by Young Kano. Of course, me and him are working on a project together, which will be out later on this year. Uh, hopefully, we'll get it most of it recorded by the next month or two, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, so stick around. This is Inside the Jackal's Head, right here on PSN Radio. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374 That's 954-973-3374 Or visit keyinformation.com Look up in the sky It's a bird It's a plane No, it's supermanhomepage.com The number one Superman fan site in the world Supermanhomepage.com Covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. SupermanHomePage.com for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com In a world run by thugs and imbeciles, by robber barons in three-piece suits, a subservient media pipes sewage into the eyes and ears of the masses 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Where do you go for the truth? Is the president an alien, either Kenyan or Zeta? Did the fabulous sea monkeys ordered from comic book ads by kids in the 60s and 70s slither out of their tanks and into ears? And are they running the brains of the ruling elite today? Is David Icke right about the queen being a lizard? Or is there a sea monkey brooding on his brain like a jockey atop a chunk of horse meat? Are Lemurians beneath Mount Shasta really addicted to porn? and chewing tobacco, or are there spokesmen in the surface world deluded or deranged? From the answers to all these questions and more, tune in each week for another revealing and informative episode of Unraveling the Secrets, and get that sea monkey off of your brain. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California gold rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. A. Delshaw all have in common? 
The Secrets of Del Shaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Kano on the track. What? 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 <laughs> we getting live, man. We getting live. We getting live, man. We getting live. We back once again to go and get lizard. I walk inside the spot and I'm getting a lot of high fives. Atmosphere is cool, so I see my people chilling while the homie on the stage and he trying to make a killing. Chill by the cut just to peek my scene. Bad chicks running to me, I was fresh and so clean Boss mode, I was feeling real relaxed tonight Spot was dope, but you see, I was feeling real hype Had the homies on the scene, and they hollering, what's up? With this pretty red bone with a big old butt Music playing, so I know they were bumping my song Getting live a few times, so I know it was on Everybody on the floor, cause they ready to dance Baby bad, but I wanted to be the romance Head thoughts to freak her down, but we getting it live Party life was all night, and we getting it right We getting live until the sun comes up Party all night, but you see we having fun, bruh We ain't gonna stop until the early morning So neighbors be aware, this is just a warning We getting live until the sun comes up Party all night, but you see we having fun, bruh We ain't gonna stop until the early morning Alright everybody, welcome back to Inside the Jackal's Head That track you hear right there, that's live by the real Young Kano That's right, Young Kano in the house Welcome back to the show, my friend Yo, thanks for having me, man. I'm glad to be back, though. What it do to everybody that's listening in on, on the radio, you hear me? What it do? Now, you and I keep in contact all the time on Facebook. You know, we're always talking. We're good friends, you and me. And uh, we're working on a project together and all that stuff. But the audience hasn't heard from you in a couple of months, at least. And you've come up with all new music. You sent me some new stuff, which was great, as always. And now uh, we're going to play some stuff for them. That was one new track there, live. Now, tell us what you've been working on the last uh, couple of months as you've been on last. Uh, last time I've been on it, you know what I'm saying, I've been working on um, quite a numerous projects, you know what I'm saying. Uh, Ghetto City 5, that was the one that's highly anticipated with everybody wanted from me. So yeah. I'm dropping I'm dropping that. should be next week after the DJ um, finish up her touches and it's going right out, you know what I'm saying, on all the mixtape sites. And uh, we got me and your project we're working on, and, and, and so far, it's coming out amazing, you know what I'm saying? And I'm happy about that, and I'm looking forward to putting out our first single real soon. You feel me? Yes, sir. Uh, got the EP, Life Before the College Life, coming out right after, you know what I'm saying? Then another EP called Early Registration at the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? And um, working on new music videos and stuff like that. So I'm, I have a, a, a hectic year for the rest of this year, and I'm yeah, excited no about... <laughs> I'm excited about a lot of new music that's coming out from me, you know what I'm saying? But the main project I'm excited, besides Ghetto City 5, is me and your project, man. You know what I'm saying? We've been talking about the project, and we've been getting records together, man. It's going to be amazing once everybody hear our local ability with this project. 
Yeah, man. You know, we've been actually uh, talking about doing a project together for a long time. And, you know, like I said in the show a few months back, you know, I met you a long time ago. We've always, like, meant to, like, collab and work on stuff together. But this project that we're working on is really coming along beautifully, like, the way everything's just, like, lining up. All the guest spots on it, you, you know, with all the stuff you're going to put on it, all the stuff I'm putting on it. This is going to be just an amazing project. But the tracks that you sent me tonight were really, really dope, man. Let's talk about this project you got currently now. Uh, going on live is that the, one of the uh, the main tracks on there? Because that's what the first one I played, obviously. Uh, I have "Am I the Only One" Part Three. You know, what I'm saying I'm continuing with the "Am I the Only One" series. You know, what I'm saying telling right. how it is. Am I the only one that sees the? You know, everybody know what I mean by that. Um, I got live. We getting live part two. You know, what I'm saying I took it back from Ghetto City One. Um, some feel good. You know, smooth vibe with that record. You know, what I'm saying I want, I want uh to make sure it's smooth for everybody, you know what I'm saying, give them a part two of, of some fun, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, next next one I have is called My One and Only, you know, that's for the ladies, you know what I'm saying, I want to uh, do something, you know, the essence and beauty of a woman, you know, the, the essentials of, of, of a female, you know what I'm saying, not too many rappers would, would um, do something uh, nice for the ladies, like, like I'm giving them something like how LL Cool J would do, you know what I'm saying, with that record. And, Hey lover, um, hey lover, like one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, shout out to LL, shout out to LL on that. Yeah, yeah. You know, big up to LL Cool J. You know, what I'm saying he he one of the uh, people that inspired me to do music for the ladies. Also, you know, what I'm saying that's that's one one of the greats. You know, what I'm saying. Um, and yeah. I produce all I produce all my records for the Ghetto City Five. I produce all, all the records for Ghetto City Five. Every record I have, I, I made the beat, produced it, killed it. You feel me? Um, yeah, man. That's actually one that, of the things I like the, the best. The, one of the things, not to cut you off, but one of the things I like the best about you is the fact that you're producing a lot of your own stuff, and it's all like real dope, man. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. Because when you first met here, yeah, <laughs> when you first met, you listen to the beats and, and the lyrics that I had. You was like, man, these these are dope, man. That's when the MCs can really uh, spit like this or have something that's really authentic. You know what I'm saying? And not a lot of not yep. a lot of MCs be spitting the truth no more. So I'm, I'm keeping yep. up with that vibe, you know, and it's paying off in a major way. You know what I'm saying? And when everybody heard that, put your drinks up. You know what I'm saying? That was real laid back. And that's mild compared to what we're gonna give them with this with our project, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, this is gonna be but, off the chain, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah most stuff, most stuff, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 happy about that. But the uh the last check that I sent to you, you know what I'm saying, it's a world premiere. Nobody heard yes. this record yep. ever. Nobody heard this record and it's off of Ghetto City Five, so nobody ever heard it. So it it's called the Good Die Young. You know what I'm saying? It's a serious serious track, you know what I'm saying, um, produced by me, um, if y'all remember that Monica So Gone record, you know what I'm saying, I forgot the, um, the person before that, that, um, that had the record, I sampled it from the person, I forgot the name, but it, it has a, it has a smooth feel, but it's like kind of sad a little bit, you know what I'm saying, um, but when y'all hear Ghetto City 5, y'all gonna hear the good, the bad, and the sorrows, majority kind of series, I don't have too many, uh, feel good records or too many, um, Records for the ladies, you know what I'm saying? I got like two records for the ladies, and I got about um, two fun feel-good records, and the rest are just some serious records because on this one I had a lot to get off my chest, you know what I'm saying? Um, I had took a lot of L's um, this year, so I wanted I, I, I was in a 
deep dark space in my life. So the best way to write out my, my thoughts is through music. You know what I'm saying? Through songwriting. So I wrote how I felt. And when y'all hear this tape, y'all gonna be like, man, this man is like the male version of Sade. <laughs> no, I mean? but you know what? A lot of the music does feel very, very personal. Uh, from the stuff you sent me, the, uh, the the four or five tracks you sent me, uh, it's really more personal tracks, uh, except for the one for the ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's my one and only is kind of personal, but at the same time, it's like all, all the females can relate because they right. really want to feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Feel like they're they're that us we're uh, they're they're our one and only. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they want. That's what females really want, you know what I'm saying? They want to feel like they they really special, so that's why I That's I a universal that track for that. all the ladies. Yeah, it's a universal track yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad that... Well, I'm glad that all the females, you know what I'm saying, um, really love that record, you know what I'm saying? Because every time I get hit up about it, and it's a lot of females, they like... Um, they get mad at they do because they don't feel like they be getting treated special. They be treated like dirt, you know what I'm saying? So... That's why I did that type of record. So, man, I said to all the dudes that that that, that has an old lady that has a girlfriend, yeah, I play that record for your lady, and you know what I'm saying, your lady gonna feel some type of weight. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it shows them what you mean to them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's the type of record that you know. You feel what, you feel me knocking on what I'm talking about? My one and only. No, I hear you. It's a very universal track. I mean, they, you're absolutely right. You play that for your girl, and uh, she'll be butter in your hands. Uh, once y'all hear that, rookie, y'all gonna y'all gonna want uh, uh, do something. Um, very freaky. Very freaky. What, the place where the magic happens. You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My one you know? and only. Let's get, you know, it, you know, it's funny because I like making music, you know, for the ladies also. But uh, you know, you have to be in a completely different mindset, like to make that kind of song compared to like some of the other stuff you make. How do you like? you know change from one to the other i mean how do you do it as a as a rapper i mean it, it, you know personally myself it takes me a while to be able to write a record like that man writing music to me is like it's the simplest thing you know what i'm saying it's like writing your thoughts out you know it's like poetry to me you know what i'm saying and um it it it, it comes off the based off the fact of emotion you know what i'm saying what are you feeling you know, I went from writing my one and only to writing um, The Kid Die Young right after. You know what I'm saying? Because I wrote that piece because it was something for the ladies, but then my mind frame changed up because I had got into another thought. I'm like, man, when I was like, one day I was looking on the news and I'm seeing all these uh, people dying from, from gun violence. So I'm like, man, The Good Die Young. And I just started writing how I felt, you know what I'm saying? And and I said in that first sentence of the song, I said, they say guns don't kill people. People kill people. It's murder on the ass, man. How some people treat you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. So, um, Good Die Young is really an emotional record. And, you know, you get tired of people dying young by gun violence and by different things. You know what I'm saying? That's a record I basically tackled a lot of different subjects, different topics on that specific record because we need to actually change and stop killing one another and stop abusing one another, you know what I'm saying? People dying apparently for no reason, you know what I'm saying? Real to no reason. The cops you know, killing there, there's there's a, a there's a disease, a, a hater disease on this planet, man. Like it seems like no matter what even if you're trying to do something positive, there's always gonna be people like just hating on you and 
Uh, and of course, then you have people that get violent with guns and get stupid. Like arguments, you just end up badly. And I agree, you, there has to be a, a better uh, way uh, for people to, to, you know, to live their lives. But the thing is, that goes back to like how you raised kids and how you, you know, you have to change society from like, you know, from the parents' standpoint more, more than anything else. It's not just changing the youth. But but it's not only that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm, I'm gonna use this metaphor for example. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like. We're like crabs in a bucket. You know what I'm saying? Once somebody tries to do good, or like a crab try to get out the bucket, another crab pulls it down. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, at the end of the day, when somebody tries to do good, another person won't bring you down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was like, it's like that very, uh, it's like that famous meme that's on the internet. Uh, behind every successful person is a pack of haters. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere you go, there's going to be hate. But you have to learn to ignore it and don't worry about it and just move on and, and keep going on with your life. You know what I'm saying? If you let hate uh, a magnetic have mag uh, magnetic magnetic force towards you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it's going to uh, pull you back into something you don't want to be at. No, I agree. You know you know, I'm a believer in like the the secret on here. If you're into the the whole uh, philosophy of the secret and all if you've seen the movie or read the book or anything like that but I'm a big believer that you get what you put out and if you're constantly putting out negativity you're going to get neg- you know negativity back at you you're going to get negative actions happen to you if you're putting out negative actions like if you do wrong you know karma is a bitch it's going to come right back at you you know what I mean so the the more positive stuff you do on the in the world the more positive stuff is going to come at you because of just that law of attraction you know I, I really do believe in that yeah, my my thing is I don't have hate for anybody. You know, so I got love for everybody. I want to see everybody do good, but there's not a lot of people that feel the same way. So, especially if you have people that's in your circle, that's why you need to keep your circle small. If you don't yes, keep it small, yep, yep, yep. then, you know, the people that you feel that's in your circle can rob you or, you know, worst case scenario, kill you. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yep. That's what, that's what I got to... Uh, Oh, rappers need to do just keep your circle small and don't have a big entourage. If not, you know, people could rob you, kill you, shoot you, set you up to go to jail, all this type of stuff. And that's like I said, like I said earlier, it's like crabs and buckets. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to see you good, so they'll pull you back down to some negativity that you don't want to be at. So you have to change up your formality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who's going through that right now? 50 Cent. Yeah. I heard about just. Yeah, he just uh, declared bankruptcy. He's uh, broke, apparently. How you go broke when you make that much money on vitamin water? I don't understand, but uh, apparently uh, 50's broken. Uh, he's having the same issues. You know, they're trying to bring him down. Yeah, but I think 50, he go, he's smart, man. He's going to rise above the situation. You know what I'm saying? You know, his mama ain't raised no fool. You know, well, rest in peace to his mama, but his grandma, yeah. man, uh, grandfather ain't raised no fool. So, you know, um, I think 50 Cent, you're going to end up making more money because you're doing other ventures outside of music. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the people I looked up looked up to as a businessman, you know what I'm saying? And and he's small in the business, and so I know you're going to pull through with the situation. I just find it unfortunate that he had to uh, go through the circumstances. Yeah, I'm pulling for 50, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a fan. You know, I like 50 a lot. I think he's a, a good entertainer, and uh, I really do hope that uh, he gets his uh, house in order. And, you know, it's messed up because it's funny because you're only as hot as your last record uh, that was hot. 
you know, and if you don't have that next record, you know, coming out that it's hot and everybody's, t- you know, talking about it and everybody's playing it, you know, you kind of fade away. And 50's managed not to fade away, even though he hasn't had a, a real hot record out in a long time. But he's always managed to stay, whether it's making movies or uh, doing, you know, stuff on TV, doing commercials, doing TV shows. Uh, you know, he's always doing something, you know, important that it's relevant. Uh, you know, that's kind of an entertainer that doesn't come around very often. And, uh, you know, he, he is a very good person to look up to as an artist. Uh, it's funny how more artists don't model, like, the way 50 Cent did, you know, the way he, you know, does his uh, his business side of things. Because, uh, again, he really has uh, become quite of an, an, like, I guess you would say a mogul at this point, even though now he's broke. The broke mogul. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's wild. But like, like I said, though, you know, I look at fifty. You know, he's, he's a smart man. He's gonna pull through. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've been a, I've been a fan since uh, even before Give What You Got. Trying to uh, guess who's back in the um, G Unit uh, mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? Even when he did yeah. after when he got some G Unit radio stuff. You know what I'm saying? So um, my question is, why yeah, is Puffy still rich and not fifty? That's just crazy. <laughs> Like, uh, like, uh, well, Puffy, you know, he, he he's a smart individual, too. He knows to make money, but I wonder, do he know how to actually keep his artists? Because every time I turn around, you don't see you don't see the people that he signed to, like, that, that repping Bad Boy like that no more. So, yeah. it's like, what it, like, look at making the band, you know what I'm saying? Like, the band and um, Danny B. Kane in Day 26, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I were him, I would have kept them groups and kept them pushing because, you know, they, they would have helped them make some money, you know, when you think about it. You At know, the end of the day, I, yeah, it's better, I, it's better than having, not having anything. I mean, that's really what's become of Bad Boy yeah. these days. But, but you know, it, it seeing what Bad Boy's uh, done to their artists uh, is actually a good thing uh, in, in a way because it helps other young artists coming up avoid those kind of trap falls like yourself. You're doing everything independent. I mean, uh, even if like somebody like Puffy would approach you, at this point, is it even worth signing with any label? To me, being independent is actually the best thing possible, but it just depends agree, on yeah. what's, what's the actual deal. You know what I'm saying? If it's like uh, a deal that's so stuck, uh, so stuck. What's the words I'm looking for so I could say it properly right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I know. Stone? I'm, 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 no, it's like stepping stone. No, okay. Forget what I'm saying. I'm, not, I'm you know, what I'm saying? just forget start over. Just start over. It happens. It happens on the show. Go ahead. Just start over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being, I'm being crazy. Don't 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 mind me. But with with Puffy, um, if Puffy actually offered me like a deal right now, you know what I'm saying? I would listen, but I most likely would turn it down. You know, it just depends on the scenario. You know what I'm saying? Like if he offered me that, right. I would really want creative freedom, and you know, I would have I want my publishing. I want majority of my ma- I actually want all my masters and this and that and such and such. You know what I'm saying? I want a lot to go my way. When I want a deal, I want it on my terms. You know what I'm saying? I don't want it on their terms because, you know, I know it's not like that now. You know what I'm saying? But if it was on my terms, I would, I would get it my way because, you know, if, if a label would have a bidding war on the artist, they will, they will, uh, dumb down and actually go for their terms. Yeah. Yeah. You no, I, yeah, no. And you know, at this point, honestly, it, you're never going to get that from a Puff Daddy. Bless you, by the way. But you're never going to get that from a Puff Daddy or any uh, major uh, label, really, uh, because the whole the whole really agenda is for them to make as much money as possible. And the one thing I would want from a Puff Daddy is to at least release my album, because you know how many artists have sat on the shelf, a uh, bad boy, and never gotten a release, even though they've worked on 
countless songs. Uh, so it's it's tough to even like consider signing with somebody like that. That's why the independent route really is the best way to go. I mean, for exactly. any artist at this point, yeah. Because exactly. you, you avoid that one trap, you know, like, yeah, you make 50 records. Look at Crooked Eye on Death Row. He made, what, like 10 albums on Death Row Records. Not one of them came out. Yeah, no, it's unfortunate. Like they had another rapper that sounded like Tupac called the Rivers. He put out yeah, yeah, yeah. One album. Yeah. They didn't do no marketing form like that. You know what I'm saying? Then he left it and he's doing his own thing, independent. Even though he sounded a lot like Tupac and he's from Dallas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he had a, a record that was supposed to come out on Death Row called Witness the Realist, and it never came out. And they put him on that yeah. Two Gangster for Radio uh, mixtape or collaboration soundtrack, whatever yeah. it was. And uh, he had a, he actually had a, a really dope song on there called Fuck Dre, uh, which was really really good. I actually jammed to that. I, I bumped that song once in a while. It's a good track. This uh, and Dr. Dre, but uh, yeah, no, I, I know about the realist man. You know, it's funny because a lot of folks back in that era just sat on the shelves once uh, Tupac died and the whole thing happened. Uh, which, by the way, we lost uh, Fatal Hussein of the Outlaws a couple weeks back. Yeah, man. How crazy is that? that? That was unfortunate, man. Rest in man. peace, Hussein Fatal, man. He was like, like when it comes to Tupac and Outlaws, I think um, Hussein Fatal was close to Tupac's level when it comes to lyrical and storytelling ability. You know what I'm saying? He was like yep. the second person. I feel like if, if Immortals, Outlaws would have went solo and under Tupac's label, I think Tupac would put out Hussein Fatal first because I feel like he's like with the closest to him. And, uh, next would have been Yakafura. Yep, you could die for that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like those two would have been. Uh, I feel like they would have been on the two parts level if they would, them two would still be alive. You know what I'm saying? Even if Tupac was still alive, they would all be on that level. I feel like if Tupac was alive right now, hip hop wouldn't be as it is today. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop will keep it real. You know what I'm Yo, saying? You, you know how different the music industry and hip hop would be if Tupac had never been shot and killed. I mean, seriously. Or be. Oh my goodness! Yeah, or, or Biggie. Yeah, or Biggie for that for that matter, or Jam Master J. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though he was already kind of, yeah, even though he's already a little bit later on in his career and he was doing as much music, but still a legend. I mean, if none of these guys would have gotten shot and killed, it, look, if Easy E would have never gotten AIDS, how different would hip hop have been in the you know the next five ten years from '95? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he, remember he yeah. came up. He's the one that brought up Bone Thugs and Harmony. My homies, shout outs to uh, Bone Thugs. You know he's the one that brought him into the into the game. Just imagine if he would have been around to see all the fame that they ended up getting. Because when he brought him into the game, it was what their first record that came out. He was already dead. You know he was yeah. he was dead I, at that point when uh, not even the East not even East nineteen ninety nine. It was one record before that that he was already passed away. So but not only them, I would say another artist. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you know he was uh, underrated. Like it was before his time. A big L, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, if he hadn't died in like '99, yeah, he was like finest. Yep. If he would have like never would have passed away, I feel like him, Tupac, Biggie, and Big Pun, those four would be taking over the game like it's nothing. Like you would see Jay Z, Jay Z wouldn't even be as big as he is today if it, if Tupac, Biggie, Big L, Big Pun would be out be uh alive right now. Those four right there will be the, the biggest, bigger than Jay-Z, bigger than Nas right now. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I said this as a passing joke once on the show that the person uh, who's benefited the most from the passing of all those people you just mentioned is Jay-Z. I mean, if, if you ever wanted to open an investigation on who killed all these guys, look at Jay-Z for a second. I mean, this guy is 
benefited immensely. I mean, do you think he would have landed Beyonce if uh, Tupac was alive? Probably not. You know what I mean? She probably would have hooked up with Pac. That probably would have happened. So there's a good chance that Jay-Z would have been working at a bar right now. Yeah, but if, all right, I'm, I'm gonna switch gear for a second and say something. You see, um, I know you remember Dame Dash and Isaiah was dating, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that? Now you remember how Isaiah got killed in the plane crash, right? Yes. Now they say this Illuminati stuff. You know what I'm saying? I really don't care too much about it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, if y'all in it, y'all ain't whatever. They saying that, you know, Dang Dash was like the uh, blood sacrifice, did the blood sacrifice on Aaliyah and all this stuff going on. You know, I don't know if it's true or not, you know, but. Yeah, and somehow I can't see Dang Dash as a, I can't see him as a member of the Illuminati, though. I just, uh, <laughs> I just can't see that. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, he's affiliated with Jay-Z and, and all this transpires. So I really don't know, but. I ain't got nothing against nobody. You in that situation, you in that situation. You know what I'm saying? That's just them. But I'm, I'm just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm That's just, a sticky just, situation to get into. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I ain't trying to be a part of it. I'm trying to just stay in my own lane. Yeah, at the end of the day, you heard me. I got you. Now, here, let's play some music. Let's get into one of these tracks because we only got a little bit of time. Uh, let's get into uh, my one and only, the one for the ladies. All right, say no more. Here we go. This is for you, ladies. Kano on the track. Shit. It's for all the beautiful women out there. Because you're my one and only. You're my one and only. You're my one and only. I'm not gonna front. You know you're my one and only. Nobody couldn't take that. You the one that don't get know me. You my girl, so don't expect anything different Got my heart around your sleeve, so nobody couldn't get it The moments will be lasting as we look why it is cherished To death do us part, but we know we'll never perish But baby, you're my angel and can never be replaced You my one and only girl, that's when the other chicks hate It's us against the world like Bonnie and Clyde It's the love that we share, we ain't trying to hide On the mornings when I come and try to hug you from behind It's the memories of us, but ain't hard to find when we talk, it was deep of the convos that we had When your family didn't like me when they seen you mad It's the love that only counts, so I can't compare You was with me from the jump when nobody was there, girl You my baby and I want you to know that The moments that we share, I'ma treat it like it's Kodak All you need to know is you're my one and only You're my one and only You're my one and only you my baby and I want you to know that The moments that we share, I'ma treat it like it's Kodak All you need to know is you're my one and only You're my one and only You're my one and only That smell and that scent from that clean perfume It's that body and that face, it will keep me in tune Never changed when I was down, cause you have a good spirit It's your voice that made me smile every time I would hear it Them eyes I sense with spirity, the essence of your beauty Them lips that was soft even though you are a cutie Them curves I really loved Cause the way I love the touch With the way I made you laugh And the way you really blushed Them days were something special When we both goofed off When I hold you through the nights And I kiss just soft You my future baby girl Can't you really see the picture Like a movie about us Cause it's brought up like a scripture Don't ever worry about me Cause I'm never gonna cheat Cause I love what lasts forever When our heart skips a beat Let me take you by the hand And let our love go past the moon our picture's gonna change when I marry you soon, babe You my baby and I want you to know that The moments that we share, I'ma treat it like it's Kodak 
All you need to know is you're my one and only. You're my one and only. You're my one and only. You my baby and I want you to know that The moments that we share, I'ma treat it like it's Kodak All you need to know is you're my one and only You're my one and only You're my one and only There you go. That's the one for the ladies, my one and only. Completely produced and performed by the real young Kano. Now, Kano, you, question. You. What's up? The, the real young Kano. At some yep. point, are we going to drop the real or are we always going to be called the real young Kano? Because we know you're the real young Kano. All yeah, the other suckers not. out there are fakes. You're the only one. We know that. <laughs> Already, already, but uh, I thought about changing my rap name, you know, down the line. I don't know what I would name myself yet, but it's down the line, you know what I'm saying? But right now, I'm going to just stick to the real young candle because I'm the realest. Feel That's me? right. Oh, man, it's funny, you know, bringing up the realest earlier, I mean, that's, that was a trip because when he first came out, man, I used to, like, listen to uh, to his records. I'm like, is that Pac? Could that possibly yeah. is Tupac alive? Are they messing with us? Because dude really does sound a lot like Tupac. And then there was another rapper that came out called Black Haze who also sounded exactly like Tupac. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like all the sound like started coming out. And it's crazy how many yeah. dudes just started sounding like trying to sound like Tupac. Yeah, but they had this one recent dude by the name of Casanova. You hear me? Yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah. He him too. Yeah. He sounded like Pac. You know what I'm saying? He tried to. Uh, get a role for the Tupac movie and right now I understand though like with the Tupac movie you know they trying to get a, they trying to get everything situated but every, when everything gets situated it gets shut down you know what I'm saying and I'm ready to actually see that movie you know I think Notorious was alright but I think the Tupac movie might be better I think John Singleton should have actually um, stayed on that project if he would have actually stayed on that project I think it would have been a goat Oh, I agree 100%. And shout out to the guy they actually cast to play Tupac, Mark Rose. That dude looks just like Pac. I mean, it's freaky how much he looks like Tupac. Yeah. It's, it's scary. And uh, I'm trying to actually book him on the show to interview him because, uh, I mean, I got to just tell him, dude, like, it's, you know, seeing him on a, in a picture or on a video, it's it's eerie how much he looks like Tupac. And uh, I want to hear like, the way he sounds and, and if he can rap at all. I mean, I think they really have a good chance to really nail this Tupac movie, if done right, and I agree, John Singleton was the ideal director. I don't know what they're doing right now. The production is kind of in limbo, but this dude is also playing Tupac in the NWA movie coming out, and that looks phenomenal. So I, I kind of hope they piggyback off of that and they, you know, do something with Tupac's movie based off of what goes on in that movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't wait to see Stroud of Compton. Man, shout out to everybody that's casted in the movie. Shout out to one of my, uh, one of my. Uh, one of the producers, you know what I'm saying, that um, that's actually in the film for, uh, like, producing, helping Dr. Dre, Ice Cube producing, man. Shout out to the, uh, Shout out to Dr. Dre, and he's one, he's one of the producers that I'm, that I listen to, that when he raps, he makes the beats, man, that he inspires me to the fullest, man. Dr. Dre. That's one of my favorite producer. I mean, is there a better producer in hip-hop history than Dr. Dre, honestly? I mean, I can, can name can you DJ think Premier, DJ Premier, uh, uh, Eric Summer from EPMD, what all EPMD, um, Pete Rock, 
Um, Ninth Wonder. The reason what I know is Ninth Wonder. You know what I'm saying? I, I really like his production. And myself, I love my own production. Yes, yes, you're you're good too. You're good too. But the Chronic. Yeah, the Chronic. That's always gonna be classic. <laughs> It's always gonna be you know what I'm saying? And, and if he couldn't do any, any better, he just said, "You know what? Fuck it, the Chronic Two, because you know that I'm that good." I just call it the Chronic 2001 or whatever. You know, Dr. Dre to me is one of the greatest. The other thing that I think would eliminate him from the competition of being considered the greatest is the fact that he takes so long to put out records, and I don't think we're gonna get any more records from him. I mean, we've been waiting for Detox for what a decade now. No, nah, but this thing he scrapped Detox and uh, decided to make that Compton soundtrack his album. Is that what he's doing? That's officially uh, going to be his album? Yeah, that's his album. It's called Compton. That's, he said that's his uh, last album. Damn. Which I think, he, I think he should put out at least one more, like, make Detox, like, the last album, though. You know what I'm saying? I think, yeah, like, yeah. everybody, like, I think you know he should how, do man, like that. We've been waiting for Detox forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, True. He might he might have put me on the legal set, man. I will sign the real character in the chapter <laughs> after match. After and then gonna be like, man, I wanna be on I want him on shady. Yeah. Well G Un is no longer on Shady Aftermath. Nah, man. I I still rock with G Unit, but I think, you know, I think Jimmy Iveen and them in fifty, they should have like kept kept working out on it, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Eminem and Dr. Dre should have persuaded him to stay on on there. You know what I'm saying? I think they would have made some more hit records on it. Though I feel, that's how I feel. It's going to be tough for Fifty uh, to uh, have the same kind of exposure, record-wise, uh, without Interscope, you know, Aftermath, Shady Records. I mean that that's a juggernaut behind your music. You know when you we have those record labels behind or backing you. I mean your music is going to get put everywhere, you know what I mean, so it's going to be tough for him to get that kind of coverage, uh, sad enough, uh, I like 50, and I hope he does, you know, bounce back, uh, but let's uh, get into one last track here, because we got to premiere a song before we go off tonight, and we have, the song is uh, Good Die Young, you want to tell us about this track one more time before we play it, real quick? Yeah, sure, 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 buddy, sure. Tell um, me something about this track. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for sure. The Good Die Young, you know what I'm saying? That that track right there, that record right there is like an emotional record. You know what I'm saying? This is going to hit the soul. It's going to hit the heart, right? Gonna, if, you, if you have tissues, get them right now. This is one of those tracks. Yes, it's really going to really hit the hit um, home. You know what I'm saying? Like, when y'all hear the second verse, you know, that verse really, like, got me emotional when I got I, uh, the second verse. But when y'all hear this record, y'all gonna love the melody, but y'all gonna really feel the sorrowness and the sadness, and you know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna feel my emotions, because with that record, I've been through some things, and y'all w- might have been through some things. Y'all really would feel what I have to say on that show record, you know what I'm saying? So when y'all hear this record, I hope y'all really can relate to what I gotta say, you know what I'm saying? If y'all heard that song, Let Us Be Free on my SoundCloud, Never Wells, it's something like it, but it's more in depth. Yeah, I hate this record. Pay attention to the message. Here we go. The good die young. The good die young. Yeah. The good die young. Shit. Yeah. The good die young. The good die young. They say guns don't kill people. People kill people. It's murder on the 
the F and how some people treat you. Death is all around, so watch what you see. Cause life on the streets ain't what's cracked up to be. We not gonna be on earth forever, we gon' go one day. Through the good or the bad, we gon' live one way. I choose good, never evil, cause I'm tryna live life. Sometimes I simply but God forgives since I'm tryna live right. Cops shooting us young brothers cause the color of our skin. Since we can't be on the streets cause they added the dim. Drug dealers getting killed when they coming up short. Friends can stab you in the back with a knife or a fork. Domestic violence on the rise, plus they killing each other. Some used to be happy and would call each other lovers. It's a change that's gonna come cause people dying every second. Funerals filled with sorrow, so y'all listen to this message. We live and we go, but the good die young. Overdoses, suicides, and we die by the gun. Some change over time, but the evil corrupts. Let the young live their life instead of killing for bugs. We live and we go, but the good die young. Overdoses, suicides, and we die by the gun. Some change over time, but the evil corrupts. Let the young live their life instead of killing for bugs. I knew some people that were shot, some were left for dead. Some would do some wrong things and have a price on their head. Life is short, so we gotta live it like it is our last. Gotta look beyond the future and don't look to the past. Women dying by the hands of an evil individual without a train of thought, cause the mind is very critical. Too many people getting killed by the gun, so they kill the next person cause they've been on one. My dog was on the rise, but the drugs took him down. When they step into his room, that's where his body was found. Still hurting to this day. Gonna miss you, cuz. Hate you die cause of coke. You was full of them drugs. It's life, we gotta live it. We not being here forever. Cherish every moment, even if you're acting clever. It's a change that's gonna come, cause people dying every second. Funerals filled with sorrow, so y'all listen to this message. We live and we go, but the good die young. Overdoses, suicides, and we die by the gun. Some change over time, but the evil corrupts. Let the young live their life instead of killing for bugs. We live and we go, but the good die young. Overdoses, suicides, and we die by the gun. Some change over time, but the evil corrupts. Let the young live their life instead of killing for bugs. Yeah, buddy. There we go. The good die young, and ain't that the truth, man? That record, it hits home, man. And I hope everybody that actually heard that record, I really, I hope it touched y'all heart. I hope y'all really thought about what I said, because that record right there is like one of the realest records I ever wrote. Hell Mary. <laughs> Full of grace. There you go. But, <laughs> But it's um it's one of the realest records I ever wrote, so you know what I'm saying. Um, I hope everybody really felt felt that, you know what I'm saying, because that's really true to heart. And I know y'all been would have been through or might have been through some of the experiences I've been through. See, I really heard the second verse, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, good yeah, Anybody up. who's anybody who's lost anybody can really feel that track, man. I actually just you know just recently one of my real good friends passed away a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that of a heart attack of all things. It wasn't like gun related or anything like that. Young dude, only like thirty four, thirty five years old, uh, just died in his sleep, you know. And even just something like that. I mean, if you've lost somebody, no matter if it's uh, violence or nonviolence, you know, what I mean, it, that that kind of track really does hit home. It's a good track. Yeah, good, good track. Now, uh, before we go, you know, let's let's uh, switch gears real quick and talk about our projects. As uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff that we're working on. We got like uh, at least what 
13, 14 tracks in total we're going to put on this thing. Uh, you know, right now we're working on putting all the uh, the main touches on the beats. And uh, we got a bunch of the beats already done. And uh, I got some vocals done. You got some stuff you said you did recently. And uh, we're going to head into uh, production mode pretty soon. Full steam ahead, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, y'all going to hear a record on there called um, Hey Hancho. Oh, yeah. And, uh, when I Hustle and Smiling Faces. Those three records right there. Smiling faces. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 you know, I made the beef for Smiling Faces. But, yo, <laughs> we out here at my version. We out here at Jackal's version. That one be blown away, man. It's like an atomic bomb when y'all hear that record, man. It's going to be dope. <laughs> yo, that head honcho, I'm telling you right now, man. My homie right here, uh, <laughs> he killed it on that track, dude. I mean, yeah. Money B just murders that track. Oh, slaughter that track. You know how hard it was for me to come up with a verse that could even kind of come close to what he did on that track? Man, same thing for me. I was like, man, I gotta figure out. I'm I'm like, man, I'm gonna come up with this, man. This dude really, like, had me, he had me reaching through my deep thoughts to uh, really come up with, with a verse for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was thinking about, like, every single thing I could think of to put in a rhyme. Just, like, I've never, like, worked that hard at writing a rhyme as that track. Just because, you know, you're, you're on a track with a legend, Money B. You got to come good. You know, you, you can't just half-ass it. You got to come correct. Yeah, man. Like, like, when I wrote my verse, man, usually I would write a verse for, like, it take me, like, 30 minutes to, like, write a whole song or, like, 10 minutes to, like, write a verse. It took me about a week to write that verse. I'm like trying to figure out how I'm gonna do this dude, man. It's like it took me a week. I'm like, wow. You know what I'm saying? It amazed me of how legends, you know, still got the the the, the itch to to still rap. You know what I'm saying? And put out incredible yep. music like that. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about Money B, who uh, was famous uh, with Digital Underground back in '87 to like '93 on their heyday. Uh, when they came out with Sex Packets and, you know, the Humpty Dance and all the, the great songs that they put out together. Uh, Bunny B is a legend, dude. He was on, of course, Tupac's I Get Around, and he's been in millions of uh, millions of say, uh, record sales. Yeah, dude, I mean, one of, the, uh, one of the illest tracks ever of the early 90s, I Get Around. And, you know, it's funny, as a, as a kid growing up and being a, a huge Pac fan, I was... When that that song came out, I always loved Money B's verse. I, it's one of those things that, like, now that I know the dude and I and you know I talked to him, I'm you know working with him and we're doing this track with him and stuff. It's kind of weird for me because when as a kid, that was actually my favorite part of the song. And like, when I was listening, bro, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I've been hanging, hanging, trying to do my thing. Oh, you heard that I was banging. You know, when I heard that, I was like, that is ill right there. He's killing it. And you know, it's funny. He has his own show, the Going Way Back Show. Great show. Um, in fact, we play it on Sundays here on PSN Radio. And on his show, he actually has a, an entire episode that he did talking about Tupac. And he mentions that track. And he talks about how, yeah, he killed that track. And even Pac kind of admitted, like, yeah, you, you kind of killed me on my own track, man. That's messed up. You know, like, he, he did. I mean, that, that, let's be honest. I Get Around was great. Tupac, amazing. Money be killed that track, too. Got to, you know, got to yeah. give props. Yeah, I, I, I got to give credit where credit is to, you know what I'm saying, Money B. I'm like I'm glad we all working with him. You know what I'm saying? I, I know there's gonna be multiple checks we're gonna be working with him on on, on this project, you know what I'm saying? And it, it's like a real honor to work with a legend, you know what I'm saying? y'all to me, you and him are like legends in my eyes, you know, you know what I'm saying? Y'all been in the game for years, you know what I'm saying? You know, I give credit what credit is due. 
Nah, he's a legend. I'm just uh, a fan. <laughs> of his, I mean, oh my goodness, money be young Candleman. We're all out of time here, and uh, man, it's been a blast having you back on the show. Uh, you know, of course, you're always welcome to be on the show every few months or every uh, every few weeks or whenever you want to be on. Man, you're you're like family here. This is like you're. I know this is inside the jackal's head, but you're welcome inside this head anytime. That sounds a little weird. Don't take it weird. It's cool. Yeah, but, but can I can I can I announce a couple of things right quick before we get off the air right quick, man? Yeah, yeah. Take your time. Go ahead. You got a couple minutes. Go for it. Yeah. All right, uh, Ghetto City Fire should be out like next week between like you know seventh, between the seventh and tenth. You know what I'm saying? That should be out. Uh, Going to be uh, dropping the mixtape and our mixtape. But um, I'm actually going to be doing start doing podcasts in January. Um, hopefully, me and Jack are going to talk about it to see if we can get it on the PSN. It's like I'm going to be doing a base basically a video game. Uh, Podcast, you know, because I'm a yeah. People know I'm a video game here. That I'm, He's I a gamer. Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm a gamer. So, but um, I'm be doing a podcast. You know, what I'm saying I'm not going to be biased. It's, it's, we're going to talk about everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. So, uh, we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about hip hop too. So, it's going to be a hip hop gaming podcast. On hopefully, we're going to talk get the mix and crannies out, but we're going to see if we can get it on the PSN radio. You know what I'm saying? Exclusively on that. And I'm really excited uh, about that and excited about the project that me and the Jack are going to do. And it's going to be bananas. My my project, Ghetto City 5, coming out, should be out next week on that tier for all the mixtape sites. And um, music videos coming out for the uh, project, too. And we're going to try to see if, see if me and Jack will get some videos, music videos, too, for y'all. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about it all. You feel me? Yeah, we got to at least put a, a couple of videos out for this mixtape, dude. At least three. Two or three, at least. Ideally, yeah. Head Honcho has to, you know, that's a track that's made for a music video. Uh, I'm going to try to see if we, can, if, we can, you know, if we can get Money B involved on, on doing a video, just something quick that we could, you know, edit together and make a video out of. That'd be gangster. I mean, to have Money B in, in, in our video. Yeah. Done. No, 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 him, he'll do it. He'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Because out of the love for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Because we're, cause we're all musicians. Most definitely, it'll happen. Oh, yeah, and he's the big homie anyway, so I'm pretty sure that uh, he'll accommodate it. Yeah, most definitely. I, I know it's going to go ham. We're going we gonna to go in with videos, new music. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and this is most likely not going to be the last mixtape me and the Jack are going to do. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have, we're most likely going to have more and more to come. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Indeed, guys, we're all out of time. And uh, like the man just said, stick around because there's a lot more music coming up in the future. Now, there's only a few more months left to this year. You have a lot of projects in the work. Uh, and, and right now, do you have time to rest, man? Because you're working on a bunch of stuff, not only with our project. You know what's crazy? Like, you know what's crazy? Like, a bunch of the music that I, I have that's coming out for the project is already recorded. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's already been recorded and, and put to the side for these upcoming projects. So, my, my, my main focus now is just on this project. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm ready yes, to, like, rip get into this project, you know what I'm saying? We already got a few records already, like, um, recorded, but the main parts of it, but we're right now in a full swing of production for this project, you know what I'm saying? We we don't have a title for this, this specific project yet, but when it gets close to finish, most definitely we'll have a title, we'll have a release date, we'll have music videos, you know what I'm saying? We'll get, we'll have interviews, everything. Y'all gonna hear a lot more about this project real soon, man. Me and the yes, Jack. Yes, sir. And I can't wait for your podcast show, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Yes. 
All right, everybody, we're done for the evening. This is Inside the Jackal's Head. Stick around for Art Bell coming up next. And as always, stay safe. Good night, everybody. Am I the only one that keeps it real and never play out? My truth and only truth to most people that's been faced out. Everybody's signing, but I'm not gonna be a sellout. If I was locked down, I really wonder who gonna bail out. So many questions, but lacks a few answers. People change, but it spreads like a cancer. It's just a life on how most people be. Never minded in the heart, so who you believe? In the industry, they got these rappers dressing like a puppet. Never had a venture, so the labels couldn't trust it. Couldn't blackball me, cause I'm internationally known. Was a kid in my days, but y'all see I'm truly grown.